0: Welcome to episode number seven, working out, working out.
1: This is the Rotated Views podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views.
0: All right, welcome to the Rotated Views podcast. My name is Jimmy Lee Velez. I am your host. We have a special edition today. I'm here with my good friend, Evan Snydman, and of course, Gabe. Today is something special. Evan's actually coming from California. He was just in town and uh, we decided to take advantage of this. He is a fitness guy, so this whole kind of, you know, episode will be geared towards working out. Uh, kind of motivational, inspirational. He's going to give us a, you know, a few tips. We'll discuss maintaining a healthy lifestyle, uh, hiring a trainer, health perspective from a personal trainer, and the business of fitness. Um, so Evan, uh, kind of give us a little bit of background of uh, who you are and uh, how you got started in fitness. All right. Uh, well,
2: it kind of started back when I was in high school. I started lifting and playing football. With it. And uh, I really didn't get serious with the whole lifting for myself until about senior year and taking it seriously. Going from there, that just led right into uh, collegiate football where I had no choice but to take it seriously or else I wasn't ever going to play. Right. So after I was all done with that, I moved right in. I uh, actually had received a hernia. Oh, nice. My, my last, yeah, my last season. But I, uh, I ended up playing with it. After the season, I was done school. We uh, actually went to the doctor, got it surgically repaired. So I was bedridden for about six weeks. So I was probably weighing wow. like before that, 240, ish And afterwards, I was about 217 just from losing wow. muscle and weight. And just everything went down the drain from there. Wow. So eventually, I made my way back into the gym. And uh, a buddy of mine, Brian, who this was a, at a commercial gym at the time, LA Fitness in okay. the area. Right. And uh, I eventually met up with him, and I was asking him what he was doing. It was something called powerlifting, and I was like, "Oh, that's pretty cool. I, I like the sounds of that. I think I'll join you." Because <laughs> in that,
0: I found there was competition, and you could compete. You know, so you different. had you had this mentality of competing. You already had the background of playing football. Now that football's out of you know you know the scene, so to speak, and so is the hernia apparently. Uh, you wanted to do, you still had that competitive, you know, thing about you. So when this guy approached you about, you know, what specific he was doing, that power lifting thing kind of turned you on. Yeah, it
2: absolutely did. And, uh, you know, I just, I was all about progression, getting stronger in the fastest way possible, you know, doing things correctly, you right. know, techni- from a technical standpoint, a programming standpoint, et cetera. It was all pretty much from then on out, I was, uh, lifting with him four days a week, at the time, I was actually, I got a job working at a group home. Three and a half years later, very unhappy. He actually, I was talking to him. I'd been talking to him the whole time, but he actually hit me up. And uh, he had offered me a job to start training clientele at his gym. Yeah. And I had filled in already for him a few times. He went on vacation or he couldn't make it. So, so I was already familiar with the clientele and how it worked and training clients and everything like that. So, uh, you know, it would be an easy role for me just to jump right into It was something I liked, you know, it was helping people, which I'm all about. Right. So three and a half years after I'd been working at the group home, I shut that down, moved into the personal training business with uh, Brian. And it was there that I really found my love that I could not only better people, but better people for later in their life, not just now.
0: Right, so you found, this is when you actually found your passion, where before it was a passion, I guess, for yourself, and, you know, obviously you want to be, you know, live that healthy lifestyle, but then you, coaching people and training people, you then found the whole, it opened, like, a whole other world for you. Exactly,
2: exactly. So,
0: helping people live a lifestyle that's healthy, not only for the now, looking good now, but something that's going to benefit them further down the road. Right. Yeah, so... And so at this point, Brian owns this shop or this uh, gym. Correct. It's it's a private owned gym. Okay, and then so then you're filling in, you stop with the group home thing. Now you're just an employee of his. Correct. Okay, so then then what?
2: From there, I just started building my book. Still doing my hobby of powerlifting. You know, just progressively getting clientele stronger, healthier. Right. You know, right in the right in the right track for nutrition. So we fast forward about two and a half three years, and I met. My my future wife at that point. At the time, you know, I was still training at the gym and whatnot. And so I eventually go out and meet her parents. She lives in California. Okay. he's a, her, her dad's a farmer. You know, everything's great. We get along. We come back. A few months later, he actually gives me a call, offering me a position wow. to farm, harvest, mechanic, the whole nine. Right. um You know, and at that point, I kind of knew that this is the one for me. I want to I wanna marry this one. Sure. So... I look at the long term and say, this is a good opportunity. Awesome. This is this probably couldn't happen at a better time. Right. So I pull the trigger. I tell her, I think we should do it. What do you think? She says, eventually we'd be out there, you know, having kids. So I said, we're going to do it. So I told Brian. He was a little disappointed, but he knew, you know, it was for the betterment of just overall life. So we move out to California. Fast forward a year and a half this past January, it just ended up being... Not what I thought it was going to be, not so much the work, at work because I've always worked hard my whole life, right? but it just, everything, to me, from the mechanicing, just to the whole the whole harvesting thing, you know, it's so, I mean, a lot of time.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it, it's really just, you quickly found out, well, you went from knowing what your passion was, finding this whole new world, opening up this whole new thing where you're building your book of clientele and all this stuff, and then... Obviously, uh, things change because you find the love of your life and you're kind of just going with that wave. And then, you know, in turn, so you just, you're you're kind of just going with the flow, but then realizing, wow, I miss, you know, working out uh, with my clients and, 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 and training my clients really because this whole time you're still maintaining a, you know, workout regimen. So then you are done with the whole farming thing and you just... Opened up a whole another you know, chapter or how did that
2: go? Yeah, pretty much. I opened my own entity of personal training. I hold at uh, this gym called Knott's Power in uh, Bakersfield, California. Ever since then, I started just been progressively getting my name out there a little bit more, helping people out, you know, just spreading word.
0: As much as I can and everything about it. So for those of you guys who don't know, this is not only just a friend of mine, but me and Evan knew each other for actually 20 years. I just did the math before you came here. It was like 20 years. So we met like around 10. Yeah. We're so, both 30. Yeah, sounds about right. So uh, it was 20 years, you know, actually through baseball. So it was through a sport, of course. And then at that age, you know, through adolescence, obviously, and we always kept in, you know, communication became really good friends. So... I always knew he had this, uh, well, we both have this competitive nature to us, but he had this thing, this passion. Something was like, you know, there's a spark in his eye when it came to this fitness stuff. I just knew from the beginning he was going to do something special with this. And I thought it was kind of cool because early on in your career with uh, weight training is you found a mentor. You found someone who was willing basically to take you under, you know, his wing, kind of show you the ropes when it came to the business end of things, obviously you knew how to work out and stuff, but I'm sure he had equipment. Cause this is not, his gym is not just a regular gym. Um, kind of like your everyday, you know, you have your dumbbells, you have like your benches and then you have all like, you know, the aerobic, uh, equipment. This is for power lifting. So when I walked into this gym, I didn't know what was going on. I had, n- I'm, seeing stuff uh, equipment that I've never seen before and then quickly realized, wow, this is another form of fitness that I was never exposed to up until this point because this was my buddy Evan's passion. So then when I seen this spark in his eye, I said, whoa, he has something here. This is definitely something that um, he wants to do. And then from there, I remember he wrote a meal plan for me. He had you know, the supplements all online. Yep. I said, this dude is ready to rock and roll. That being said... Now that you're kind of starting, not starting over, but you're starting fresh because now you're starting on your own this time around, right? Right. So how long have you been in total power training? Uh, it'll be eight years. All right. So eight, eight years, years. Yeah. You've been doing it personally, and then maybe the last five years you've actually been training people.
2: Yeah. Well, I've been training people. I don't want to put significance on it. I help. I help cl- some clients who come to me with the powerlifting. Yeah. But it's overall, it's just strength training. Okay. Strength, strength, no matter what your goal is. So strength first. So whether you want to lose weight, strength, you want to gain weight, strength train.
0: All right. So if someone's just getting started into exercising, what recommendation would you have? They're just starting out and they're just curious. They want to live a healthier lifestyle. What do you recommend for them? How How should they start? Uh,
2: do your homework. Do your homework first and foremost. See, see what your goals are. Set some goals for yourself. You know, you want to get in, you want to get healthy. Sure. But if you set goals, it makes it that much better because that way you have something to work towards. Next, find prof- a professional help. When you go to find a trainer or a nutritionist or whoever it is you're going to look for, uh, make sure you, you want to do your homework on that individual. Right. But also, when spending the money, you have to see it as an education. Yes. Because, yeah, it can be a little pricey, but the money you're putting into is one for your health Two for your education, So because this is a lifestyle you're trying to live now. It's right. not just oh, a few months in, I'll take off, oh, I'll be back in a few months. Right. You know, you want to continue the training so you can progress, because there's nothing, nothing says, you know, positivity
0: and awesome, like, results. All right, so then what's the biggest mistake you see people doing when it comes to living a healthy lifestyle?
2: YouTube. Really? YouTube, yeah. Yeah, I mean... YouTube now, compared to what it used to be, you can pretty much go on YouTube and find anything and everything you want. You can find people trying to put meal plans out there, different exercises, Mm. different ways to do exercises. And with all that, some of it's good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Some of it is good, but there's so much more that's wrong and bad out there.
0: No wonder I still have a six pack. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I've been lied to. I mean,
2: it, there's so much out there that it's so hard for someone that doesn't know to be able to say, well, this looks right and this looks wrong. And then so, also you have videos of guys that are doing weights to the extreme right. that work their way to get there. Yeah. So you think you're going to be able to just throw a ton of weights on. <laughs> and that's how injuries occur, so forth, so on. You know, They you make have,
0: it look so easy. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so how does someone know if they're watching – a legit trainer or not. So let's say you squat, look up squat on there and see
2: what pops up next. Look up the person that comes up. Okay. Do your homework on the person. Okay. See what they've done. See what they know. You can look Google. You can pretty much Google anything and anybody these days.
0: All right. So nowadays they have leagues of like CrossFit. They have like, I don't even know if it's different, a style of fitness. I don't even know what the actual right term for this is but is, is that would you do you recommend those things or it really is is broken down to you know what the person is looking to get out of it,
2: you know example with crossfit it was it was made to be an extreme sport so with someone who wants to get into crossfit i wouldn't recommend for the 55 year old male who has you know who has a lot of problems maybe a bad knees from just bad technique or just poor nutrition, stuff like that along the line, right? But maybe a young someone younger, if that's what they want to venture into, right? Sure, but also kind of look into the trainers that are there too, yeah. Because that leads me to another subject of there's a lot of weekend warrior certificates out there, yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah, for sure. anybody and everyone can get. The pass fail rate
0: is. A lot higher than it should be you know how like there's like an Angie's list is there one of those things for fitness <laughs> you know like someone did like do not hire this trainer cuz you like how do you get how do these guys get to the point where uh, made themselves legitimate by you know eventually some of these guys start training you know celebrities and high-end clients and you know considering them uh, to to as these marquee customers And they really established themselves in the industry as experts. How 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 does the average person you know get in touch with these guys? I couldn't tell you. (laughs) All right, so okay. (laughs) All right, so that that is that is something that's interesting. Now they they, there's a lot of there's a lot of um. So with
2: fitness, uh, I mean, so much is word of mouth. He said, she said, you know. So only takes one. So say this person trained X celebrity or so. They talk, yeah, just like anybody else. They have friends in the celebrity business, mm-hmm. so forth, and so on. People want to get healthy, or they just want a personal trainer to say they have a personal trainer.
0: Absolutely, and so all you need helps. is that one person. And exactly, like, that's the same thing with my brother. That's the same thing with Goose. I mean, like as soon as he gets in, and we're we're trying to you know really work in. As soon as he lands one celebrity, mm. it's a wrap because. Especially in that industry, it's so, I guess it is in every industry now it's that you're
1: thinking about it. It's always like a be like Mike type atmosphere. Like yeah. you find out exactly what they do and you want to do the exact same thing. Yeah. I mean, marketing goes only goes so far, but what right. happens
2: you nothing
0: know, spreads like word of mouth. Absolutely. Absolutely. So speaking of which, there, there's a company out there, which uh, I'm sure a lot of people know, it's called Beachbody. And Bodies their basic, I guess, foundation for the, the entity that they are is work workout at home programs and
1: that's what like the um p90x billy, billy B- boot camp and all stuff yes. comes from yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a, a huge umbrella of all the different like yes exactly workout Insan- videos insanity, and insanity. Yeah. the whole nine they yeah. have all
0: these guys when when it comes to those work from workout from homes i even have an app on my phone where it's like you know the seven minute workout it's really for people who travel so if you can't hit up a gym or if the hotel doesn't have a gym okay. they give you like these workouts on your phone gotcha or if you bring one of these work from home dvds what, what's your take on 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 these guys Because to Uh, me, I'm kind of 50-50. I do see people get results, but I'm kind of like... What what
2: people are you seeing get results? Are you seeing the people on TV get results? Are you seeing the people... Yeah, the ones that are airbrushed. Yeah. (laughs) With the painted on abs. (laughs) It can work, but there's so much more that goes into it than just the result. You know, just, okay, do this for 30 minutes and do this five times a week and guaranteed you'll have abs or you'll be leaner. I mean, if you go from zero to something, yeah, you're going to get better. You course. know what I mean? You're going to feel better. Of course, you're, you know, there's going to be results no matter what. Right. But so much of it then goes into how's your eating? How's your sleep? Yeah. There's so much more than they say. They say, don't, you know, they don't tell you how to eat with it. Right. They just say, do my, do pay so-and-so amount of money. Once pay, a month. Pay me it. Pay me this, this month. <laughs> right. or do, or they, do, do these workouts
1: that I have everyone doing that I just send you because I already have them made. Right. Yeah. I mean, some of them have like pre-made like oh they suggest like certain meals and stuff like that. But
2: yeah, I mean to to an
0: extent. Yeah. They're not full blown like
2: personalized yeah. to the no, to the T exactly. for the
1: individual.
0: Yeah. So it's basically like the junk shows that you see like if you wake up at four four o'clock in the morning you like can't commercial. Yeah, and they have like real estate in a box. Yeah. Kind of like one of those things. So to an extent, if you do apply some of the stuff they're saying, yes, yeah, some of this stuff really works. It works. Yeah. But it's. It really does depend it, – it's not tailored to the individual.
2: And I guess it's – also exactly. Well, it depends what the individual's goals are too. Right. If you want to get – like I said, if you go from zero to doing something, you're going to get better at You're mm. going to get better automatically. Sure. But only to a certain extent. Yeah. So you go from dud to average. Yeah, 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 for sure. You, I mean, is
0: average what anybody looks for? Right, exactly. Anymore, right? Yeah. So, so – all right. So now I see this huge wave uh, on social media of these um, – pre-made meals what what since since we're kind of talking about things being tailored to the individual for someone that you know that piqued their interest even just meals in general you can kind of talk about but these uh these pre-made meals that basically people are prepping like on sunday nights or whatever for the whole week uh what, what's your take on on those companies uh i
2: think they're they're pretty good for the most part yeah some of them are going to be more bland than others i mean but if you're yeah. not really at that point you've got to gotta see them as what am I, What are my goals? I want to get leaner, or I want to put weight on. This is what I have to do. I have to eat this, yeah. this much of this, this much of that, this much of that. Yeah. And so it sets you up definitely in the right direction. But with that, with that said, also, it can get pretty pricey.
0: Yeah, for sure. That's what I, know, that was the first thing I saw. Like, it, it's whoa. a nice.
2: I mean, it's a nice change of pace. So say you know you're not going to be around to cook for a few meals if you have to. Make the sacrifice, throw it out there, so at least you know what you're getting. Yeah, um, compared to stopping at, you know, burger joint here, taco joint here. Yeah, so it definitely has its positives. It's more positives than negatives. Okay. I mean, the only neg- the only negative I could tell you from it would be probably the money aspect.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that I mean that was that was really the only thing that I found. But what I'm realizing after you're talking right now is when it comes to the exercising thing, when it comes to the program, when it comes to the meals. It sounds like everything should be tailored to the individual. 100%. Yeah, so you they we should all be really looking for guidance from an expert.
2: Exactly. You know, because once you have the guidance it kind of leaves you an outline of how to do things, you know, and say you're going to want to lose some weight, I'll tailor it to you know, they should be able to break it down to calorie-wise how much you're, ta- you're taking in a day. Right. You know, on maybe your training days and your non-training days. Yeah. And also the breakdown of you know, protein, carbs, fats for you throughout and through X amount of meals a day. Yeah. You know, along with other supplementation too to help you along the way. Mm-hmm. No example being vitamin D. Vitamin D is a big one. Yeah. Probiotics.
0: Yeah. Now, there's stuff that is like in style that it's like a... They're, they're, it's a I, fad. Yeah, it's like a fad, right? Yeah, like they have all these like these supplements. If you go to like the mom and pop shops one, really, GNC is like packed with just very well-decorated bottles of Lord knows what's in these things. But it's every summer there's this like... Nitric oxide, <laughs> NO2, extreme, and then literally, it's it's almost like designer to this point where it's like I can get you know the Robin jeans ones or I can get the Levi's or I, it's it's almost yeah. to that caliber now it's the, where it's the, almost the like, vitamin
1: of the season type
0: of thing. Yeah, and it, it's it's almost kind of sickening when you think about it because that stuff that you took last year is actually illegal this year. So yeah. they come up with another one thing and they call it something else. The the supplement thing to me is where if someone wants to apply is where you should get the most guidance from that should be like the last thing right kind of obviously get your basics in there your multivitamins you would suggest oh uh, yeah multi yeah multis basics multis vitamin d but then when you're getting like to
2: the other stuff you should really get some guidance on that yeah for the most part i mean i don't really take any of that extra stuff yeah i don't i pretty much i mean other than protein for on the go or if i know i'm going to you know be somewhere without a meal yeah bring a shake with me Okay. But uh, for the most part, it's just basic, like you said, multivitamins and all, those, all the stuff that's necessary, you know, for keeping my body rolling the way I want it to, you know. was like a machine.
0: So is there, like, a website you would recommend people to go where there's to kind of dis- discounted subs or... The,
2: no, not really. I... Anything I kind of only promote what I take and what I you know what I mean I'm not going to tell someone yeah you definitely need <laughs> Do you take a stem milk thistle? Yeah yeah. <laughs> Do you? Oh no
0: I don't. Okay. No. <laughs> I least th- I I was taking um this was like back like in my college days I was taking a um oh like a creatine. Okay. Like a creatine. And for some reason milk thistle basically I think it's something that it, it puts a layer a coating over your liver.
2: It's a liver aid. Okay. Primarily, yeah. Yeah.
0: Which then someone eventually told me I didn't need it if I was taking creatine, like one had nothing to do with the other. I have no idea. Anyway, regardless, was, that's how dumb I was. I was just taking this thing off something I think I read off of a magazine. or. I wouldn't whatever. put
2: it as dumb, just more ignorance. Just You don't yeah. you don't know. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. knowing and everything, you know. But
0: and I was wasting. That was like expensive. It yeah, was like 30 yeah. bucks for this little bottle I was mm. buying. And the
2: guys anymore. at the, you know, the Nutra Shops or whatever, they're going <laughs> to say, you need this. Yeah, yeah.
0: Mm. Oh, that might actually would have been it. He's like, oh, you also want to buy this. Yeah, too. buy this creatine.
2: Buy this pre-workout. Yeah.
0: I went there with like 50 bucks. Like in my mind, like, all right, I'm going to spend 50 bucks. Get like a 25 dollar thing of protein and a 25 dollar thing for a creatine mm-hmm. i ended up spending like literally like a buck 25 yeah and i'm like oh this is brutal You're i ended up buying like a, a banana muffin that was protein <laughs> banana oh, muffin, dude, like a box of them like this dude convinced me of everything like yeah, and what? it wasn't it had nothing to do with i just wanted to be the most healthiest state i can be at that point i wanted to be shredded i remember I, my goal was to be like super shredded right um uh, for people don't know what shredder means, I want to be extremely lean. Um, I, I don't have, I not muscles showing through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like in a healthy way, like I didn't want to be like bulky or jacked or anything. I just thought, you know, this, and I actually talked to the guy at this shop. Um, and he was trying to tell me. we his... to see some
2: definition primarily. Yeah, just, exactly. Yeah. I went to see
0: muscle tone and, uh. and, and he, he told me these things. like, you know, take obviously your basics, your multi-protein. Um, get a creatine that'll give you, I guess, some size and then you when you're done taking it it'll kinda shred you. I have no idea. This was literally like ten years ago. I don't even remember. He ended up, I guess, kinda like conning me into buying like seventy five dollars more worth of just junk when, basically. When you don't know. I mean yeah, it's I easy. Know. Had no idea. Know. I wanted it so bad that I was like, All right, I think this is gonna work. This is what I need. And you banana
1: asked, muffins. And you asked a salesman who's gonna just sell you whatever is gonna Right. That wasn't good, looks really, good for him. Yeah, that wasn't Employee really like
0: <laughs> don't go to these shops and just ask them what should I take yeah. kind of have a little bit of education in your back in always, the back of your mind always. especially with the internet we have like you know the world at our fingertips at least do some kind of uh, research and then have a general idea absolutely I, I mean
2: I'm not putting any supplementation down I'm just saying you know some guys have to promote it harder than others just because some of them are uh, sponsored right you know by those by those companies and everything so of course absolutely. they're going to push it and everything you know yeah Which isn't a bad thing, necessarily. I just, I'm not big. My my pre-workout's a cup of coffee. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, for sure.
2: And then I'm in.
0: So how important is it for someone to set goals and and keep track of their progress?
2: Uh, I think it's pretty important for the most part. I mean, you want to have long and short-term goals. You have to understand life happens, too, along the way. Right. So you have to kind of just have your goals, understand that certain things may happen, you might not reach them at the time you are going. You want to reach them, but don't let that discourage you. You want to stay on top of it still.
0: Yeah. So the setbacks is a normal thing. Kinda, this, is, this is what we talk you're about. You're not going to
2: be, let's just say, you're not going to be a Hall of Famer every time you're in the gym. Yeah. You know, whether it's an injury, whether it's a son or daughter's uh, communion, say, you know, yeah. just certain things are going to happen. Oh, that's my squat day. I have to miss my, I have to miss communion. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Being like hardcore in that sense. Yeah. Right. So how do you motivate your
2: clients? Just by always pushing myself. You yeah. know, I put my videos on the IG. It's not to try to show off. It's to show progression. Right. You know, and to say, you know, I try not to have excuses and I try not to let life get in the way too much. I try to plan around if I know things are going to happen. So I push tra- trainings a day forward or a day back and do the best I can in that perspective and stay on top of my nutrition. But... Sometimes it doesn't work that way. Sometimes I do find myself going through the drive through But it's, you know, I know I need to eat something, so I'm not going to starve myself. I'm coaching. I see it as I'm coaching my clientele. Yeah. I'm tr- coaching them to be better. Yeah. You know, not to give up on themselves, proper technique, but also
1: to understand that you have to keep going. So is documentation, like, in terms of, like, maybe, like, taking pictures along the way to kind of help see your progress to kind of help with that?
2: Pictures are definitely going to help. I never really... I'll I'll put an example out there for women. Women, I rarely use a scale. Mm-hmm. You know, your your weight can be stalemated at some points. You know, throughout your nutrition and everything, and critiquing because kind of like every everybody is going to be completely different. You mm-hmm. know, from one another physiologically, and you're going to have to change different things for different women. You know, and you have to understand about the time of month and mother nature and all that. Yeah. But uh, the biggest thing is usually inches mm-hmm. for women, and actually they can tell. You can deal with the body shape and their curves, yeah. for the most part. So pictures are a huge part of it, okay, for sure. You know, but not every other day pictures. Yeah. Not oh, I just looked in the mirror three days ago. I don't see a change. <laughs> I remember. I don't know what's happening.
0: <laughs> I remember when I first started, um, in in college, wanting to put mass on. Uh, I was weighing myself like every four hours. I was like, I got this weird obsession <laughs> with like weighing myself. I don't even know what it was. And I never forget. I hit that wall where I, I stopped. It was like in the first like month or so, I gained like 10 pounds and I was very excited. And Lord knows if it was even good weight, but at the time it just meant a lot to me. And, uh, I guess it's kind of going back to what you were saying. Was, like, I was just literally weighing myself and psyching myself out. I hit a wall and so I, for like two weeks in a row, I weighed, I never forget, it was 195 and I could not break 200 to save my life. And it was driving me crazy. And I was eating literally everything in sight. Um, what What do you say to someone who, not even just in, you know, gaining weight or losing weight, what do you say to somebody just in general, it could even just be in life, that kind of finds themselves in know stuck
2: try harder that's it try harder yeah you know it's it's a matter of how bad do you want it right. how, how hard are you going to work for it
0: yeah well i gave up so yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah (laughs) yeah so now i broke 200 but yeah it it was hard it is hard and say you want to put another 10 pounds on so you have to eat even more it turns into like a job it's a way of life at that point you kind of have to live by and you have to be sure you're on time so you're not missing meals you can't afford to miss meals because you're trying to get those calories in or you can't miss that meal because you're trying
1: to stay uh
2: you're trying to keep your metabolism as fast and high as possible because you're trying to
1: lean down yeah but i guess that's where I guess a personal trainer comes into play. So like you, Jim Lee was working on, I assume you're working on your own. Like you were. Yeah, ahead. sure. So, but at some point, I guess if you don't know the proper way to jump ahead or go back farther, you're going to plateau and don't understand the, the basics of how to lean. That's why I guess the trainer comes in to actually contour certain workouts or certain diet regimens to break through that certain plateau. Yeah, of you're, it is. you're
2: dead on. It's pretty. Yeah. And like I said, you want to make sure you're doing it right. Yeah. That's exactly. the other thing too. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to, Put down the commercial gyms, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and promote them and say, yeah, their trainings, or their trainer guys are great because you could have Joe Schmell out of high school, still going through puberty, yeah. <laughs> who says, oh, I can get you your goals. I but what life experience? What experience does he have yeah, right. to be able to get you where you want to go?
0: Yeah, that. I mean, I honestly, I looked up some more information. I did more research, mm-hmm. and there was this guy. I think he actually played uh, for Temple football and. I think he got injured or whatever. This guy was massive. He was probably like an inch or two taller than me and I mean just uh he looked like an action figure. Like it was unreal. I remember asking him what um he did for nutrition and dude he was like I have no idea how he afforded this as a college student, but he was like I eat fish, I eat chicken, da da, da. and he was telling me like the amounts he's eating It just blew my mind. I "I don't even know if I can afford that, but I'll try my hardest to stay strict. He said, to be honest with you, he's like, a lot of this stuff is discipline. You weren't keep... And the reason why I asked you about progress and keeping track was I wasn't realizing the junk I was still eating. Although my main courses, I was eating healthy. In between... Betweeners, yeah. Yeah, I was eating something stupid, like a granola bar, not thinking... A granola bar won't hurt anybody. Yeah, but if you're already eating these big, you know, solid meals, Mm. it was an unnecessary snack that I didn't need to have. Or like, at the end of the night, I have a bag of chips. And I wasn't putting two and two together. Just the
2: unnecessary calories instead of putting good calories in.
0: Exactly. Right. And here, meanwhile, I'm trying to get shredded, and I'm eating a bag of chips. This is the truth. And I was so confused and
2: it was just something almost subconsciously sounds like that you were just used to
0: it's just like a routine exactly and of course me i didn't have you know the background to know any better and then all of a sudden you know that one tip from that guy he said just keep track of everything you're eating so i started writing everything down oh man that's when it all i hit all i hit all my weight goals i hit actually everything i wanted to do after that it was just a matter of discipline of sticking with it right i mean i
2: I get as a college student affording it could get, I mean, can get a little bit up there, you know, if you're, you know, working off scholarship, you know, you have a uh, workload on yeah. your courses and stuff. Yeah. But realistically, if you really break it down and you keep it simple, anyone can afford it. Yeah. Really. And it doesn't have to necessarily be grass fed this and all, you know, <laughs> or even though, you know, some of it is better, <clears throat> it'll digest better, you know, it has its ups and downs with, you know, it's pros. Yeah. But, uh, anyone can go, you know, I go to Costco, I get usually a 10 pound bag thing of chicken for the yeah. week. And about six pounds of ground beef, rice, and a big bag of broccoli. But all that, you know, not, not including the rice. The rice is more expensive, but it's like a 50 pound bag. So yeah. that'll last you. Yeah, yeah sure. But all that probably costs about, I want to say, 40, 40 to $55 a week. A week. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which isn't my, you know, and that can not only, that not only feeds me, that feeds my wife too. Right. Throughout. So, but I'm also up uh, the eggs as well. I'm sorry. I forgot to throw eggs in there. I was going to say. But you a know, 60 of count of eggs from Costco costs like 10 bucks. Okay.
0: You know, so I have my eggs. So, so you recommend people get memberships at these super stores? It helps. It helps. I'll say it helps. Yeah. What do you have to say um, to the people that, I, and this is really speaking, I'll, I'm going to say, I'm going to go out on a limb here. No one be mad at me. But the average person starts to work out in April. Cause the summer's coming you, I guess your entire message is making health and wellness, a lifestyle and not a fad. This is something that's kind of, you know, the average person just goes crazy. Here it comes. They start, you know, oh, I got to fit into my bathing suit or right. I want to, you know, get 35 pounds of lean muscle on my body by next week. Right. Cause I'm going, you know, I want to show all, I mean, you're
2: well, people are stuck in their ways for the most part. You know, it's, like you said, it's, it's a lifestyle, so it's not a lifestyle if you start in April, you know, you work your way through maybe mid-July and you stop because, oh, I, I you know, I'm pretty good now for the rest of the summer. Right. Now I can start wearing, you know, turtlenecks in October. I'm good. And then, like, feasting come, like, November, it's all downhill. Ho- the holidays are here, so <laughs> I'll just stop and I'll just eat. I'll put, oh, yeah, I'm, I put, everyone puts weight on in the holidays. Right. but Right. You know, you, it's something you, you stick with. And to say another one, another good one is I don't have time. There's always time. Yeah. There's always time. Whether yeah. it's you're getting up at super early in the morning, you know, there's 3.34 a.m. wake up calls or mm. it's super late at night. You yeah. just, one
0: way or another, you can always get it in. Yeah. So earlier you told me to try harder. Well, the old me. You were telling me to try harder when, if if, you know, not me, but just someone in general who's hit a wall, you said to try harder. What motivates Evan? Not being mediocre. I don't wanna be I don't wanna be average. I don't wanna be
2: like everybody else. I wanna be you know, I see that's how I see myself. You know, not as I see myself as everyone else, but I wanna be better. Not in a sense that I hold my nose up a pot, but I don't wanna be that average Joe walking down the street who doesn't do anything and says, Oh well I can't you know that's one of the words you should, you know, I don't ever let anyone say I can't. Yeah. Cuz it's never it's it's I won't because I don't feel like it. Yeah. Is what it comes down to, you know.
0: So, so is there like a motto or a slogan or something that you live by?
2: I wouldn't say I live by it, but uh I hold it highly. It's from Winston Churchill. It's a quote from him, it says success consists of going from failure to failure without loss of enthusiasm. Hmm. Ooh.
0: Dude, look at that.
2: I got chills. That's one I, I really like. I have a few others, but that one holds true to anything in the line. they not just working out because along the line, you're always, there's always going to be failures. It's whether, you know, pretty much you just keep pushing forward. Right. With
0: anything. You have to be a very naive person to think you're not going to fail at something. First of all, that you've won. You never tried before. Two, you never, if you did try before, you didn't really give it that, you know, great effort. Three, you're, that's just not even realistic. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean even for, like when it comes down to formation or the the proper way of, you know, training, that all takes time. That all takes practice, uh guidance, you know, hiring a trainer or or all those things is is going to come with experience. I mean, I'm sure you you have different techni- techniques now that you use than when you first started.
2: Oh, 100%, you know. When I first started, I was still even coming out of college. It was never really Taught how to properly do anything. Right. It was more, you know, there was some guidance there, but it there was, you know, not saying it was the right way though. Yeah. So along the way, I had to learn. You know, I just we had we had to figure it out on our own.
0: So this is is kind of like a what would you do segment. So what do you do uh, when someone comes to you and says they want to get huge really fast and put twenty pounds of muscle in thirty days? <laughs> I just laugh. <laughs>
2: Right, I mean I let, and then I say what do you really want to do? <laughs> just, said, what's your real question? Yeah. Try to break it down for them, what if, no, know, but what if they're what, serious if, though? Try to break it down for them as, yeah. as much as possible being uh, there's not enough drugs for you to take to be able to, <laughs> to be able to accomplish that as fast <laughs> as possible without you blowing out your heart along the way. So I say, let, let's maybe calm it down, let's back it down a little bit, let, let's try to find a more realistic goal, let's find a, a more realistic short term goal, but how about let's make that a long term goal.
0: You'll get there.
2: Yeah, you'll get there eventually, you just right. gotta
0: work at it a lot longer than you want to. Right. So, so patience has a huge role into this whole thing. A hundred percent. I mean, in a, in a
2: society where everybody wants everything now, mm. it's, it's uh, definitely big
0: on the patience aspect. Yeah. So on the podcast, we have four of the five guys are, are fathers, and uh, we have a segment called Dad Life. Do you have any tips for parents on health and wellness f- when it comes to their kids?
2: Stop feeding your kids junk. Yeah. The drive-through. I know it's easy, and I know life gets hectic. Yeah, okay, yeah. i you know, I'm not even say I'm well-experienced, and I don't have any kids yet. Right. But uh, God willing, I will. But yeah. I know I'm going to do everything in my power not to feed them the junk. And I know there's you can treat them. Don't say, "Oh my, you're going to hell because you fed them McDonald's." You know, you gave them pizza. Kids are entitled to have fun. They're not going to die tomorrow because you gave them a little, you know, a treat here or there. Right. But for the most, you want to teach them the right ways. Because I mean, children obesity is an epidemic, right, in society in America today. So right. it's something you can cut help just cut down on.
0: What's your overall? You know, what is is there like a huge thing you're trying to hit eventually years down the road, or is there just like you want to build? You know, the Evan Snydman brand. You want to, you know, have this huge facility. Is there something like that in, in the back of your mind? The brand, yeah, just kind
2: of being known like but, a household for, name. Yeah, but not for the wrong reasons. Not you know what I mean. For all the right reasons, like oh, he he's very informative. He he's helped so many people out. You know, the more. Yeah. And he's very education, you know, very educational when he speaks. You know, right. I learn a lot when I hear him speak, and yeah. I would like to go visit him and be known kind of in that way. Uh, yeah. As far as the owning a gym, I've I've kind of been in the end where it wasn't my gym, but with uh, Brian Reed at uh, VIP, I knew I knew what it took to run the gym. I knew everything that because I helped him run the gym, part, you know, for the most part, I was helping yeah. him. And it's a lot of work, and not yeah. that I'm not about a lot of work, but I wouldn't say it's like a dream come true if I owned my own gym. yeah if it just happened if if everything set up and was like it was the right time, it was the right place, everything was like there' were signs all over the place saying, "This is it, this is what you need to do." Yeah. sure, but in the in the scheme of things, you know the gym I'm at, it's a very good gym, it's expanding it's It's similar to where I was it was similar to the gym that was from when I was here, but uh and it's going in the right direction. As far as, you know, it's, it's, it's strength first with everything, Yeah, which is mainly what I really believe in. And I think everyone should kind of ideally have an idea that that's what you need strength first and then whatever else towards your goal is.
0: So you're in a good space right now.
2: Very good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So how, how do you kind of fit in your actual own personal training, like personally you training to your personal training? Uh, Cause you're, it's you're, usually done okay. in the afternoon. Okay. You know,
2: there's not many people that are coming in. Personal training wise, in the you know, right that afternoon. Okay, so, so you, can, you can fit in your. It's kind course. of a dead, more of a dead time, yeah. Unless you have the business people that want to come in, but usually you're not going to get many of those.
1: Because I guess usually it's more like in the like around work time t- areas, like before, before or after work. Is
2: before it? after work, yeah. Even even starting around like three o'clock, you kind of get a rush. Okay, so from three p.m. on, and then even up to about eleven a.m. Okay, from early in the morning, you get okay. so you get a little. It's a little. It's a nice little break, but. It works out, you know, be able to eat and actually train myself. So, and if I can't get it in, I can't get it in, but I get it in somehow. Yeah. So if I have to do late at night, I have to do late at night.
0: Yeah. So so you, you manage. So all that has to do with managing your time. Yes. Prioritizing yeah. your clients. Um, and, and is there like an optimal time of day to work out?
2: No, just getting the body adapted to the same time.
0: So working out around the same time is good. Yeah. Keep
2: okay. it almost like, you know, it becomes a routine. Your body gets adapted. You start, you know, things get a little bit easier, you know. Yeah. Just like anything else, spend it in a, a specific time. Is uh, is there is there like a form of music you listen to when you work out? Or do you listen to music when you work out? It just it pretty much points throughout. It. As long as it's loud. Yeah. It all just kind of blends together. when it's like hip hop, rap, uh, metal. It's more just keeping the adrenaline a little bit more. Yeah. You know, kind of almost blocking out any people that want to try to talk to you yeah, like, yeah.
0: Not, which is the main reason why I have the people have headphones on so they don't get bothered yeah
2: I mean sometimes I'll just have the headphones on and I won't even put them on I'll just have
0: them <laughs> on and I'll just be like bouncing my head yeah, you know yeah, about yeah. to do a just set you know
2: just pretend exactly yeah stay away from me
0: I don't, I don't want to talk to you uh, so on your Facebook account you have a tip of the day is, is there something that you want to emphasize for everyone today you're building your brand you're you're, you're in the beginning of building the Evan Snydman brand uh, is there something that you want to be, you, you want to leave with everyone, you know, with the podcast just so kind of like make your mark like, oh, yeah, I remember that guy? Uh,
2: some maybe something that we talked about uh, a little bit earlier, you know, with uh, those, the longevity of goals and quitting and everything and short term goals. Yeah. You know, life gets in the way. Make, you know, find a way to get it done. Absolutely. There's no need. There's no need to have excuses. It's just
0: I will. I can. I'll succeed. Oh, yeah. just to keep going moving on definitely that's that's um that's awesome and i find that I, f- I follow a bunch of guys on uh instagram um who are in the fitness realm and that is it's a industry where if that is your career you have to stay motivated you have to stay inspired because that's basically what you're you're giving yourself to everyone and you have to motivate these clients you have to stay on top of them um and i think i think it's a good way you're 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 an encourager uh, you're building someone's uh, confidence up. You're making them look and feel better. It's a gift, and uh, the fact that you're 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 pulling that potential out of yourself, at the same time pulling the potential out of other people, is just you know more more credit to you. Uh, thank you for what you do. Uh, we'll keep you know keep you guys plugged in. Um, and Evan's progress. If if someone wants to follow you on IG, where 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 are they gonna get you? you find me at uh, at
2: Evan Snydman. E-V-A-N-S-N-Y-D-M-A-N.
0: And uh, do you have a website? I do. Uh, Snidemantraining.com. All right, cool. So he, he'll keep them updated. Follow him there. Is there any last words anyone wants to ha- have? Thanks a lot for having me on. All right, so I want to wrap this podcast out with uh, two quotes. And uh, they're very appropriate to you know the topic at hand here. So working out. Working out. So in this episode, once again, we discussed healthy lifestyle exercise tips, um, hiring a trainer, health from the perspective of a personal trainer, my buddy Evan, and the business of fitness. And uh, so the first quote is from Jim Rohn. If anyone knows Jim Rohn, he was actually a uh, huge. Actually, I think in the personal development uh, industry, one of the godfathers, he actually sold Herbalife uh, supplements. And uh but he ended up, you know, inspiring millions of people around the world and uh one of his quotes is so awesome. He says, Take care of your body. It's the only place you have to live. Um <laughs> uh, I once heard too uh this one guy said, If if you think of your body as a car, um and it's the only one you can drive for the rest of your life, how are yeah. you treating it? Yeah. That's it's I I love that one. And then let's wrap this up with John F. Kennedy quote. He says Physical fitness is not only one of the most important keys to a healthy body, it is the basis of dynamic and creative intellectual activity. Wow. JFK, so there you have it, guys. Uh, thank you once again, Evan, for stopping by. Uh, we appreciate it. We love having you. you. got it. Thank you. Yeah, man. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Rotated Views podcast. Thanks again for joining us. Guys, don't forget to visit the website,